Okay, I think that's going. Yeah, this is recording. Okay, hi, this is Gabez. And this is Dan. And this is... Oh, sorry. <laughs> hi, this is, is your... Gabriel. Oh, no, 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 no. Hello, this is Gabriel. Hi, this is Dan. And you're, and you're listening, listening to, to the Mix and Mojo podcast. Yeah. Can we do that again? Hi, this is Gabriel. This is Dan. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to the Mix and Mojo podcast. Hello, welcome to the uh, episode two of the experimental podcast. I'm yeah. Gabez. I'm Dan. <laughs> We've already said that, but we'll say it again. Um, we'll start by talking about the last podcast. It got uh, lots of comments on it. Yeah, it was downloaded at least uh, six times. Yeah. And um, uh, what, what kind of comments did we have? I think Narrative said it was the funniest Mojo podcast so far. Um, really? It's a bit like saying that Goebbels was the funniest Nazi. Uh, he was he, he was really hilarious though. Yeah, so that's not that's not a bad compliment. I just think it's sort of ignoring some of the bad things that the Nazis did. Uh, so it's a bit insensitive of narrative to bring that up, but never mind. Um, Roman yeah, said, um, we, we just we'll we'll have to uh, deal with that kind of stuff a bit more hard-handed yeah. in the future, I think, because it isn't really appropriate. Well, we're a very hard-hitting podcast, unlike uh, the competition. Yeah, yeah. That shall not be named. <laughs> Lucas Cast. Um, what's the next section that we were supposed to talk about? Well, I, I was, uh, I wanted to say, I, I'm sort of obliged to say, in fact, um, with regards to the last, the last one we did. Yeah. Um, I can't go into too much detail here, but I've had some legal problems, and I am required under a court order to say. Ron Gilbert is not dead. Right, and, yeah. And Bill Tiller did not try and solicit me for a relationship. Yes, yeah, specifically, um, Ron Gilbert is not dead um, uh, yet, we should well, say, I mean, because he might be killed in the future. Basically, we're, we're, we're playing a dangerous game just talking about it in general, because, yeah, if, if he dies, mm. you know, tragically, in the meantime, it is going to look like I had something to do with it. Yeah. Or you had something to do with it. Well, I did have something to do with it. Oh, shit, well, I shouldn't have said that. That's beautiful. I'm yeah. clear. I'm in the clear. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe we should use this opportunity to introduce our producer, who's on the line. Hello, Roger. Can you hear us? Hello there. Yes, Roger is uh, live from Norway. Is that right? That's right. Yes, and he's, he's very much here just to, to make sure that everything goes to plan. Because I should tell you, listeners, that this is an unusual Mix and Mojo podcast. Uh, not only do we have an exclusive interview coming up with George Lucas, or George Ulu, as I like to call him, but actually I'm <laughs> recording this in the bath. The reason for that is that last time uh, I decided to not have a bath before the podcast because I thought I should be really tense. Like Tension, tension is in, tension is the key, everyone loves tension. Well, it was... It was it was it was two thousand and nine, and that that was ten. It was all about right. tension. Exactly, but now it's twenty ten, and tension is so last year. It's out. It's so, gone. Uh, I'm in the bath to be nice and relaxed. Um, the unfortunate thing is, I've got my laptop here with me, um, so I've got the constant threat of death by electrocution, uh, which will make this a very exciting show. Will make it very edge of your seat, very electrifying. Um, I think uh, there was the uh, street magician. Uh, I can't remember his name. Is it David Blaine? Uh, yeah. Did a, a very similar stunt actually, where he he recorded one with a laptop uh, from the North Sea. Right. 
<laughs> yeah, I think I remember that. But uh, I should splish about a bit. Can you hear that? You're just a... Uh, what? Splishing about. Well... Can you hear me? You're flirting, you're, you're flirting with death with every splash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's very hot in here. <laughs> I'm getting con the condition known as sweaty face disorder, which is uh, can be very uh, dangerous. Oh, so have we got any emails? Yeah, I... Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you're breaking up. But never mind, we'll go on ahead anyway. I should say that we're doing this over Skype rather than in the uh, Mix and Mojo studio. Um, because I'm still at Skywalker Ranch after having just interviewed George Lucas. Uh, so that's very exciting. I'll, we'll play the interview for you a little later on. Um, oh, I hope no one comes into the bathroom. I hope it's okay that I'm in here, but I, I didn't hear any objections uh, yet. Uh, LT, do you want to go on to uh, some emails whilst I sweat? Yeah, I'm actually in the server room at the moment because as usual we're having problems but there is one that's made its way through let's have a look uh, let's see it's, dear mixer mojo in your last podcast you referred to the days when mojo was a piece of paper you could hold in your hand this confused me to say the least so i asked my dad about it uh, as he was the one who introduced me to lucasarts games and to mixermojo.com i was surprised when he told me that he used to have a bi-monthly subscription to the mixer mojo newsletter in the early 1980s this blew my mind. Could you share some more details on the history of Mixer Mojo prior to the website? Thanks. Well, and that's uh, Alan T. Machine, who lives in Florida. Unfortunately, we can't because of uh, legal reasons. Yeah. Um, involving the LFN, the LucasArts Fan Network, which are our gracious benefactors and hosts. Um, we can't acknowledge uh, the past because they've copyrighted it. Yeah, it's an extremely complicated situation because of the amount of people who've been involved over the years, the amount of changes of, of content, and, you know, because this is the thing that, that may interest people, and I don't know if, if I'm going to incur their wrath by saying this, is that it's not always been LucasArts. That's just uh, what it shifted into in the 80s. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it goes a lot... When you're talking about the 80s, I presume you're talking about the 1880s, because uh, Mixed Mojo is very old, it goes back at least uh, 200 years, some might even say 2000, there is some archaeological uh, references there. Um, so we're really on the bedrock of human history. That's our slogan, in fact, you know, Mix and Mojo, we created you, wow. love us, worship us. <sighs> oh, pardon me. That was a burp. Oh, pardon me. I'm drinking Coca-Cola in the bath, so I'm a little burpy. You're so decadent that it makes me sick. Mm. Yeah, I do feel a bit sick, actually. Um, you're <sighs> like Nero or something. You're just... You're in the bath. <sighs> At Skywalker Ranch. Exactly, right? yeah. I mean, how many people would, would, would kill to be in that position? How did you wind up there? What's uh, the story? Well, basically, I emailed George Lucas, and he said yes. Uh, it's as e easy as that. He's georgelucas at gmail dot com. I, uh, I you know, that's that's really. I mean, no one I would imagine would actually have thought to just try that. Yeah. He's notoriously difficult to get hold of, but if you ask any of those people now that you've mentioned it, I'm sure none of them actually tried just emailing him. Well, speaking of contact, um, I should say at this point that you can phone us live. Uh, our phone number is 01 
and then that just keeps on going until infinity. Um, but if you do phone that number, you will get through to someone. Eventually, yeah, um, one of our people will, will respond. Yeah. <sighs> this is... I, I love the oh. fact that this is potentially, you know, your final final actions, is this. Yeah. Every sentence I utter is going to be filled with wonderful wisdom and profundity because people know that it could be my last. You know, you're going to become a fascinating statistic if there's an earthquake or something. Ah, yes. Sure. It's spe speaking of statistics, uh, we could move on to our st stats section. Uh, when oh, yeah. We talk about the stats of the podcast. Um, yeah, uh, apparently uh, our producer, Roger slash Zarin, uh, recently got his grubby little vile hands on some stats, uh, and uh, it turns out that we're kicking ass, as the term is. Yeah, it was really surprising, and uh, well, there's a good chance that we that we may be wrong. But according to the numbers, uh, the LFN actually is in, not really in a position to be to be uh, belittling Mojo at the moment. Right. Yeah, it's a bit like um, uh, a thing, you know, like it's imperial stuff. You know, it's like a little country. Yeah. Taking over a big country. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's, it's uh, like the the rebellion from within or something. All all the way, the only way to describe any of any, you know to to kind of turn it into a euphemism, it sounds like something from Star Wars. Yeah, well, that's a good link because. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm I so you know I know sorry. I know you're claiming that this is coke, but you're you're not drinking the bathwater, are you? No, I'm drinking... It's Diet Coke. I shouldn't be drinking this, but I get quite thirsty in the bath. Anyway, I was going to say, um, <laughs> speaking of Star Wars, we could move on to our George Lucas segment. Um, now, I, I interviewed him. We'll play that clip in a little bit. But uh, I just want to uh, break the news, uh, the rumour, really, that uh, George Lucas has played uh, The Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition. Uh, apparently he loves it, and he wants to release uh, the Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition Special Edition, where he goes back into the original Special Edition, changes everything, and makes people pay for it again. Um, I yeah. understand that... Go on. Well, that, that sounds about right, actually. Yeah, I know there's a few um, parts of that that, that it doesn't quite match up to his original vision. Right, yeah. Um, I mean, one of the things he's changing is that he's um, turning Guybrush into a woman. Just um, like in the original script. Right. And he's calling her uh, Elaine. And then Elaine is turning into a man. And she's being called Guybrush. And then their images are being swapped around as well. And the, the game will actually be now be from the perspective of, of, of Elaine playing Guybrush Threepwood. Right. So, trying to be a pirate. So, in a way, nothing has changed. But, but, but still, you feel that's going to... You know, raise the ire of a lot of the fans of the series. Oh, sure. I mean, That's in a... a way, everything has changed. It's a bit like a little man coming into your house, picking up all your objects, all your ornaments, turning them around 360 degrees, and then running away. You know, wouldn't that annoy you? That's Yeah, it's peculiar, because unless you saw him do it, or knew that it was happening, you probably wouldn't notice the difference. Right. Well, you'd still have to pay for it. I mean, that, that's what's going to happen. We're going to have to pay for this. Uh, the special edition, special edition. Uh, perhaps well, there's... Go on. Well, I mean, it's clear he's a shrewd businessman. 
but um, yeah, pretty pretty cruel tactic, really. I'm glad that yeah. you've been able to give us a heads up on exactly what's in there because because there are a few of us who we heard the rumor, didn't think it was true. I've got to say, but you know, we envisioned something slightly more dramatic. It, it would change. Yeah, should we find out more about uh, George Lucas's connection to Monkey Island in uh, the exclusive interview Mixed yeah, Mojo had with him earlier earlier today? I'd love to hear it. Let's uh, let's okay. play it. Roger, can you play it for us? Yeah, I believe I can. Welcome to our very first live Mixed Mojo interview. I'm joined here with George Lucas, the writer and director of Star Wars. Hello, Mr. Lucas. This is George Lucas, and I'm the writer-director of Star Wars. Now, I wanted to talk to you about what you were doing in 1989, and, and specifically the first time you saw the rough cut of The Secret of Monkey Island. What did you think of it? I never liked it. It was a disaster. What was wrong with it? I had no idea what was going on. Tell me about your visit to LucasArts midway through the Monkey Island production. That was a pretty much of a low point. So it was a pretty desperate time, and we'd spent half the budget. It was a disaster, uh, to say the least. I don't want to put words into your mouth, but would you say that the game was at that point a disaster? It was a disaster. It was a disaster. Now, I understand that to help fix the game, you actually became part of the LucasArts team and, and joined their culture. But the culture was completely complex and oblique. And I liked that. I liked that feeling of being thrown into an environment, you know, trying to get my bearings. Uh, hang on, I think the tea's ready now. Let me pour you out a cup. Milk, no sugar, that's right, isn't it? Yes. Yes, not a lot of people have sugar in tea these days. Eh? I wonder why that is. Yeah. Here you go. So, once you were part of the LucasArts culture, I believe one of your first jobs was to write dialogue for a minor character in the Scumbar. What was the writing process like for that script? I had the outline, so I kind of knew how the dots connected, but then there's a whole story that has to fit around that. So when I started writing, uh, the script got bigger and bigger and bigger and longer and longer and longer. I worked on the script for about two years, doing a lot of research on mythology and mythological motifs and that sort of thing. And then when I finished it, I realized I had almost a 200-page script so how did you feel about the 200-page script? It was just too big and too complicated and way too long. At that point, I really felt that I'd uh, gotten myself into a real mess and I didn't know whether I was going to get it out. Presumably you had to edit it down a little bit before it went into the game. And I tried to get the editor cut it my way and he didn't really want to and so I had to let the editor go. How did the editor take the news? And they were very upset. So at this point you had to edit the game yourself? I come in on weekends and I recut on my own. And this was the point where you had to stop work on Monkey Island to work on Star Wars? That I had become the very thing that I was trying to uh, avoid. That's a rather depressing reality. Don't you like working on Star Wars? I can't stand it. Well, that's all we've got time for. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Lucas, for the wonderful interview. So, uh, what did you think of my interview? That was incredibly insightful. Mm. I'm, it was good I'm really, I'm really, uh, you know, blown away by how candid he was. Really. Well, what surprised me was that uh, he actually has a very deep uh, connection with Monkey Island. Um, yeah, he's kept it hidden in a way. 
He sort of he sort of let uh, Gilbert take the credit in many ways. Right. Yeah. I mean, he came on the project uh, about halfway through. As you say, they'd already spent half the budget, which he was angry about. Um, Evidently, and, yeah. Uh, he wrote he wrote the script for uh, Minor Pirate and Scumbar. Uh, yeah. Do you know which one it was? Did he tell you which which? I, you know, I didn't ask. I think it might have been Spiffy the Dog. Oh really? Um, he spent two years working on that script and, and wrote two hundred pages of it, uh, and they had to cut it out. They they actually turned it into dog noises, which was the ultimate insult. Um, the ultimate insult then later came into the fourth month. Oh, that's, that's what it refers yeah. to. Wow. So um, this is real sort of deep law stuff. Yeah. Well, there's more actually because I, I I didn't get it recorded, but he told me afterwards the original music for Star Wars went. La 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 But, this is the thing, Michael Land sued because he wanted to use that music in Monkey Island. Right. And if you go on YouTube, you can actually watch the original start of Star Wars with Monkey Island theme music, and it fits perfectly. Because Georgie Lou had to get in some guy called John Williams to do it instead, and he wasn't very good. He had well, I suppose, yeah. He had to try and match the music to. He'd already uh, sort of edited it together using the, the original Michael Land music, hadn't he? Yeah. And so it was difficult to sort of go in and, and try and make the music fit uh, what was already, you know, cut and punctuated and things. Well, another thing that people don't realise about Michael Land is that he's not a person; he's a country. It's actually pronounced Mickeland. It's in Central Europe, and the Monkey Island theme tune is, is really their national anthem, so they're very protective of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's something that's one of those things where there's various fans will tell you that that's not true. Right. Uh, but, but we've been there, and so it's a very hospitable place. You know, you need a visa, but isn't that... I mean, that's the case with a lot of countries. You can't really pass judgment um, on them because of that. And yeah, it's it's really it's really nice to walk through the airport and listen to that music when you get there. Have you got anything else to say about the interview? We've got five minutes left, and I still haven't died. Well, I'm just I'm just uh, really amazed at the length of the development cycle. Like you say, I mean, two years for uh, the script for for a minor character, and he researched it. he looked into some mythology and things. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very, very interesting that, you know, Ron Gilbert then cut that character, not only the, the dialogue so much as, as the actual close-up of the character from the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was still in the box, I know that, but it, it was, that. I mean, that, that's sort of uh, one of their classic little uh, in-jokes. But then it wasn't really too long after that where, where Lucas, you know, basically told him to pack his stuff and get out. And, and, and work on Star Wars, which he, he talks about in the interview. Uh, did you find it surprising that he doesn't actually like Star Wars? I think it must have just taken up so much of his life, you know. Mm. Uh, and he's got his little side projects uh, that he's worked on, like the games. Obviously, Monkey Island, top of the list. Zach McCracken as well, that's based on his life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the time he that, got abducted by aliens. Well, that was the inspiration for the films, the Star yeah. Wars films. Star Wars is actually uh, autobiography. But it's, it's surprising that he doesn't like Star Wars as I sit in George Lucas's bathtub, which is, in fact, shaped like Yoda. 
Is it really? Yeah. Is it is it, is it deep? It's very deep. It's I'm sitting on his. It, it's an inverted Yoda. He's he's uh, got his arms around me, uh, and there's like a little wall of um, of of his cloak, and uh, I'm sitting on the groinal region now. Um, wow, this very is bumpy. Like... It is too. Well, good for Yoda. Heads, his head, the, his head is the tap. Actually, the water comes out of the eyes, and then uh, you pull the pl- bath plug with the nose, and then he says, "Thank you." <laughs> What you... bath it is, all that kind of thing. <laughs> Do you think I've done enough splashing about in the bath? Because I'm concerned that some people will be very cynical about this. They'll say, he's not in the bath. Uh, Lucas cast don't do p- podcasts in the bath. Why should Mix and Mojo? Hey, you uh, know, I, I challenge anyone to bring evidence that they don't do podcasts in the bath because I don't know if anyone can prove it. Well, okay, I'm, I'm going to try proving it that I am in the bath. Okay. Can you hear that? I can hear that. I'm having a lovely time. I'm really tempted to submerge myself, but I might die if I do. I think that's the main way that, possibly the only way that you could prove it, though. Is to die, and then they'll be on the news. Well, not necessarily to... I mean, that would be the ultimate proof. Uh, I think if you you were to return alive, uh, that would be proof as well, as long as... uh, I mean, it's, no, there's there's no real way for you to do it without putting your your life in danger, is there? <sighs> you see, I mean, speaking of Lucascast, the problem I have with them is that they're very self-indulgent. You know, I mean, I'm I'm sitting here in this wonderful bath tub, very hot, but it is George Lucas's <laughs> bathtub, you know. So it's in a way, I'm working whilst. <laughs> oh wow! I'm really sorry. I didn't hear anything you just said. <laughs> it sounded like you you were you were talking through a fax machine. Okay, I think this is the problem. Um, I'm in the bath doing a podcast. That's that's <laughs> the problem. That's the issue we're having here. Yeah, it is completely insane, <laughs> and is. nobody should ever do this again. But are you are you less tense? Uh, I'm remarkably stressed. Um, at the same time as being quite relaxed. It's a very confusing experience. So your muscles are relaxed, but your brain is on edge. Yeah, my, well, it's all the Diet Coke I've been drinking as well, because it does go to, straight to my head. It's, uh, it's, it, I have to say, it's the strongest uh, drug I've ever taken. It is uh, the, uh, the, the most kind of potent variety of, of Coke. Have you got anything else to say? I, I, I really... Uh, at this point, I have nothing to say, but I'm not really sure at the same time. Um, you know, you, you had a long uh, statement just there. <laughs> and, I, I, and I feel like you must have been saying something, but I, but but I have no idea what it is. There's no way to respond to it afterwards. Well, I don't think we need to respond to it anyway, because our time is up. So, really? Uh, well, yeah, pretty much, I think so. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, so, it. Um, what I'll do is I'll edit. I'll we'll let, we'll edit all this bit out. We'll cut it well, out. Well, actually, we we are, we are twenty eight minutes into it, so I have two minutes left to. Yeah, but th- there's the interview as well. Although yeah, we I, I added that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I so, was just yeah. talking. I was just talking about Lucascast, basically. I was just rip, blacking them off. Oh no. They were they were obviously uh, interfering. They they're onto you. They've got some kind of device that mangles uh, the sound. It's quite vindictive. 
Mm. I mean, they, they should they shouldn't be interested in turning this into a competition. It, it, we should just all get on, you know. But but if this is what they they're gonna if this is the way they're gonna play, then fine, you know. Two can play that game. Did you hear that? Is that on your side? Is that what inside there? Shit. I, I, can oh. hear, I can hear noise. Fuck, I think they found me. Is someone having a plan? Uh, yeah, just coming. Uh, wait, I've got to go. Hang on, I'm getting out of the bath. Uh, hi, yeah, sorry. Uh, wait, hang on a minute, I'll put a towel on. Yeah, I'm really sorry, I thought I could record. I was doing a podcast. With some mojo? Yeah. I haven't even heard of you guys. Yeah, I'm with Georgie Lou. Help! Oh!